The college experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. Just in time for football season, MyBookie is offering up to $1,000 in free bets using the promo code SGP100. Up to $1,000 in bonus bets on your first deposit. Use the promo code SGP100 to play, win, and get paid at MyBookie.ag. We're also brought to you by PlayBalto, the number one office pool hosting site. PlayBalto is fully customizable, easy to manage, and most importantly, it's free. If you're running a football pool this season, make your life easy and do it on PlayBalto. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com and click the PlayBalto link to sign up today. We're also brought to you by BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. Line movement history, sharp data analysis, and a powerful algorithm that rates their best bets. If you're betting serious cash, you need a serious app. Head to the App Store or Google Play Store to download BetQL and make sure you follow them on Twitter at BetQL app. Finally, we're brought to you by PickDraft.com. PickDraft.com is a salary cap DFS site specializing in position and team-based fantasy contests like their position draft and pick six contest. Sign up today at PickDraft.com and receive a 50% deposit bonus. And last but not least, we're brought to you by Sean and Colby. Sean and Colby are taking their stand-up comedy tour up the coast of California, August 22nd in San Francisco, August 23rd in Santa Cruz with two shows, and August 24th in Eureka, California. Go to SeanTGreen.com for more information. Yes, yes. Woo! Free at last, free at last. We are almost free at last. Welcome. Welcome to the college experience. My name is Colby. Swinging, dance to bass, dance. <laughs> and in studio, we got the biggest piece of nothing I've ever seen. He's just a, just a, they call him a dense firecracker. <laughs> they say he's a uh, complete, utter mess on the Tecmo joystick. Horrible Tecmo Super Bowl player. Doesn't know what he's doing defensively. Doesn't know what he's doing offensively. Good but he does Lord. know what he's doing when it comes to covering the College Experience podcast. Give it up for former. Former James Madison defensive back, current douchebag, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi-oh! Energy, it's here. It's here. The <laughs> season is here. We're on the final conference to break down. We're talking the Southeastern Football Conference. We have uh, we have quite a bit of uh, an opinion on these guys. Well, which has schedule. to be which has to be measured with an ounce of reality. Let's be honest here. They're they're a darn good foot. We have them rated number one, but I would say the Big Ten is right there. Yeah, knocking on the door. I wonder. I just wonder if they if like some of their bigger schools played better out of conference schedules. Sure. Well, would that lower the percentage? Absolutely. The uh, SEC, look per capita. 
by state produces more NFL talent. So they, they're, they are uh, selecting from maybe a bigger talent pool. Although well, some of those, especially as football gets hit with the decline of people playing. Yeah. It doesn't seem to be hit as hard in the South. It's turning into NASCAR. It's actually a dangerous thing for the sport. Yeah. This Clemson, Alabama thing, I think is a dangerous thing for the sport because this invitational that never gives a chance to a lot of other parts of the country. Sure. It's dangerous because you're creating a generation that has no attention that they're, they're going to have a lack of attention towards the college football playoff. Sure. If you it's don't get turn a into little NASCAR. right, but let me, let me push back on you here. Starting in 1983 straight up in the really, it's almost never stopped, but especially through the nineties, Florida, Florida state and Miami every year. One of those teams is basically in the national championship game. You know, at a, at a Florida and Florida state rematch. But, uh, but the difference would be, is that like some of, some of those times the Rose bowl depended on the national championship. So there was like two national. Yeah. So it gave your team the illusion of like, Oh, that's true. Now they're, they've created a stupid little format that they call the playoff. Right. That I think like, like me, uh, I'm a classic example of like, I do. I love college football more than most. Sure. But I can't stand that. The season gets worse as it goes on to me. I would have to agree with that. And, you know. and I, I, it's almost to the point where towards the end of the year, especially now, nowadays you also have kids not playing in the bowl game. So bowl records are all messed up. Yeah. Uh, and then you have the invitational. I, I almost get to a point where I, I don't really care. I don't know if I would say I don't really care, but there, it does come down on the final weekend of the year in the regular season, one or two games that really mean everything, you know, which is almost like what, what you expect, what makes college football great is that the whole season is the elimination tournament, which I am against. Well, I like it and I don't, I, I, I liked it in concept. I don't like it when a team that has earned it still doesn't get a chance. I just think that it has to, I just think that's the only system in all sports that does not allow a real playoff where, I mean, they don't even allow a mid-major to sniff anything. They don't even allow certain name brands like TCU. That was a part of a big conference. Yeah. Well that, that that's really where it gets really bad. I mean, UCF is tough. I think after 25 straight wins How that about, they deserve. I was it. thinking about this the other day. Cause I shared that Alabama when they got whooped by Utah in the sugar bowl and Saban's like first or second year. Yeah. Um, Utah's when the, the sports center segment that I showed said, well, Utah's won t- twice, 2004, 2008 went undefeated. They didn't even get a chance to do anything. Yeah. And obviously there was no playoff, but I'm saying, there's, there's like, they, yeah, Boise, that, that season was, no, 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 Boise did it in 07. Right. That system was clearly inferior and everyone would admit to it. Right. Which is why the expansion happened in the first place. And yet this is happening again. It's the same thing. Like, people, I don't even think it's, I, I don't even see, I don't even see it being different. Right. I there's would one lo- more game of the season. Right. Or two more games. You, you know what I mean? Like narrow. I mean, you, you basically clarify among the power conference teams and really the big name power conference teams, yeah. who's the best. Yeah. But some of them don't even deserve chances. In- well, and then when you add in the fact of preseason rankings, when you add, I, I always get in arguments with sec fans and it, well, it just seems to be sec fans. They're more, they're a very passionate fan base. I love the fact that they have fans like that. Sure. I went to an LSU game last year. It's great. Yeah. However, when you're quoting the strength of schedule and they won't even admit to the fact that they're like, well, that's the strength of schedule. I'm like, yeah, but it's a jaded system right. because your strength of schedule is better because every team you're playing only plays eight conference games. So every and team, and when you add in preseason rankings 
And when you add in, yeah, the fact that eight conference games right. means a team like Vanderbilt that goes in six and six is a bowl or seven and six is a bowl team now, where a team like Indiana or Maryland is five and seven. Right. So all of a sudden, uh, Nebraska's schedule gets penalized because of this shit. When really Maryland or or Indiana it could very well be a lot better than Vanderbilt. Right, 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 right. Agreed. And that that's the, not only does that again we're getting deep into our sec hate here, but no, there's a, well, there, there isn't a very important point here and it does affect the landscape of college football and the trend over time really affects the landscape of college football. Because when you have these teams that have a scheduling kind of advantage, basically that bumps their strength of schedule that ultimately affects recruiting ability, you yeah. know, because you know that you're going to give How about be lack given of more away games that like when you compare it to another conference. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I still think the SEC, there's a reason why we're doing it last. I think it's the best conference. I think that and the big 10 are, the, are right there. I sure. think I'd give the SEC a little bit of I do coming think, into the season. I do think yeah. if, if we're ever gonna get an idea of who, who really is the best conference, then what you've been saying for a long time, there has to be some regulation, some standard that yes. all of these power five teams, uh, adhere to. And you know, basically over time that will even out things. But I think the SEC has especially Alabama now doesn't even challenge themselves out of conference. They right. know they've got a ticket punch to the playoff, the invitational every year. I mean, I was hearing, I was listening to some radio today, uh, uh, or not, not actual radio, but a podcast from, from, they a can major go undefeated playing nobody. And no, no they could even gonna, lose this year. And they're going to put them in. Yeah. They cannot be in the sec championship. Well, they've already, yeah, they've already, they've already done, that. done that. But to say that already to start the season, yeah, that, that makes me go crazy because yeah. I'm like, well, your schedule this is, is a new dog team. Shit. It's not the same. Yeah. Team. It's yeah. like, how are they like, it, that's the part that's so frustrating and yeah. that's the flaw. And that's why I'm with Mike Leach yeah. when he says it makes the a system gigantic shit. playoff is yeah. what is needed. I don't know about a gigantic, but certainly one that like allows an undefeated and, team and allows every conference a chance. What is the point that's, of the season? There's a strong argument to be made by for that. As long as that conference is able to like, present a potentially competitive team against the other conference. If you're looking at a four loss conference champion, then I don't know that they deserve a chance. I still say do it. What if their quarterback was out those four games? You never know. Well, Then you have more depth. No, Put just make it automatic. Like any other fucking system. I don't know. It's so stupid. That's why it's, that's why this is why you are being a little blind here. Is blonde or blind? No, same difference. (laughs) Stupid. Uh, Teams will manipulate. They're going to take what is given to them, and if they're if they're guaranteed a a ticket just for winning their conference, they're going to do what Alabama does, which is basically what Alabama is doing. It doesn't matter. Well, even if that was true, and so like if fucking, but if it's uh, the MAC, then they still have to be the they still have to play the top rated conference. It still waters down the playoff. It still waters down the regular season. The regular season's already shit. It's decent. Get out of here. There's some good games opening week. Yeah, that New Mexico State Alabama game is great in week two. Well, well that Duke Alabama game is great. If you're asking me if I wish all the top teams only would play, other, no, I actually want some chances for upsets. I do too, but yeah. <laughs> look, another you're thing is compare, com, com, compare, compare. It's a new word. Yeah. Compare conferences on how many away games are played mm-hmm. within out of conference. Mm-hmm. And you'll see a drastic difference, yeah. which would affect your fucking winning percentage. SEC schedule is out of conference, kind of pussyish. Well, they have the money, and that's the problem. Yeah. Is there's no organization in college football? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There needs to be a commissioner. There needs to be. Hey, everyone play. If they want to do eight conference games, go to eight. 
Yeah. But make some, make it all a, a level playing yeah, they ground, can so we can see right. who the fuck is the, the better team. They can pay for their wins, yeah, because they don't have any pro teams and they're uh, in a rabid football part of the country. And kudos to them. And so, in that sense, the uh, the American element of which is the case in almost any sport where money is going to eventually win out to some extent, you know. But but at least have an honest no. system. Have yeah. an honest system. That's all I want is, is fairness. The NFL, for all of its flaws, produces a pretty damn fair system. College basketball. Outside of... College basketball know, has a pretty fair system. Outside of... The NBA even has a fair system the, no, on getting to the playoffs. Get the fuck out of here. Getting, I'm just saying they take the top... They take 16 teams. Okay. Now, there's, now there shouldn't be that many teams in the NBA. We sound I mean, like a bunch of fucking conspiracy theorists. I am a conspiracy theorist because this is the shit-ass... <laughs> The I'm best joking. conference it in all of college best, football. But, uh, okay, here we go. <laughs> Let's start it off from the top. The Alabama Crimson Tide. Gotta love the way they schedule. Gotta <laughs> love the way the SEC gives them a bye week for their only two tough games, really. Almost every year, too. Th- then they have three tough games. They basically have three bye weeks. The, the third one being Western Carolina. Before They're definitely Auburn, getting worse. A four about. and seven FCS team. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Alabama, they return a guy named Tua Tagliavoa. Uh, they lose Hurts. Uh, you got to think, Patty C. Depth could be an issue. That's the one thing I like <laughs> oh, about depth is not going to be an issue at Alabama. Well, starting, cor- I mean, dude, you're so you're telling me if they're in the SEC championship against Georgia and Tua gets injured again, you have faith in this new backup coming in and rallying them from down double digits? No, they have lost. That's uh, my point. Okay. That's my fucking point. Alabama without piece of shit with a Jake Coker in there with the who is the uh, who are some of the other John Parker Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Andrew Zhao. Right. Who is the guy who tr- went Brian from, Bergdorf? Who is the running back Freddie that Kitchens. Uh, uh, that trans or that uh, changed into quarterback a few years back that lost to Ohio Blake State? Sims. Yeah, was it Blake Sims? No, no, no. He was. I don't know who you're talking about. Whoever the fuck. Uh, was their quarterback fucking Jay Barker back in 92. Well, he still almost beat Ohio state in that game. I don't know what you're talking about right now. There was a quad that, uh, was uh, Alabama's starting quarterback in 2015 when they went to the, uh, initial I know college my, football playoff and lost. Yeah. I'm going to look it up. It, you fucking think about okay. yours. Look, Mike Laxley's gone. He's at Maryland. He's taken his head coaching, uh, three and 34 record or whatever it was. To Maryland, and he hired Scotty Montgomery, and he's dog shit. <laughs> Who knows? Actually, he, he could be recruit, recruit good. But in comes in Steve Sarkeesian, and on that note, I'll have a sip of beer. There you go. <laughs> you catch the reference there? You get the reference? I see what you did there. I see what you did there. A little slow on the uptake. Uh, okay. Alabama's loaded again. If they stay healthy, there's no reason why this team can't win the national championship, especially with the schedule that shitty. All right, look. Bama has the best wide receiving core in probably the entire country. And, and Jerry Judy and Henry Ruggs and Jalen Waddle. Any yeah. relation to Tom Waddle? Remember Tom Waddle? The Bears love some Tom Classic. Waddle. Uh, they got a really good receiving core. They, they do lose tight end uh, Irv Smith, and they got no one that's probably going to be on that level to replace them, but I'm sure their next tight ends are still good. Yeah. Um, running back-wise, Damian Harris, Josh Jacobs are gone, but it's not going to matter because the offensive line's good and Najee Harris... And Brian Robinson are two studs that bless you that can, that can handle, they can handle the, the workload. 
Three of the five offensive linemen are back, but let's be honest. These guys fucking reload. <laughs> They're going to be loaded. Uh, here's the thing that's interesting, Patty. So you're not, this was the worst defense in the history of Saban at Bama. Wow. But they still played for the national championship because the offense was the best it's ever been under yeah. Saban. Um, defense wise, uh, I would say this was probably the strength of the team's a secondary. It was Blake Sims. I'm looking back at yeah. this. He was in, the, another he was in guy. the AAF. It was a Sims, uh, Sims that transferred out of them. That's what I was confused about. Uh, you're confused about a lot of things, buddy, but I can tell Fair you enough. You know, who's not going to be confused is the secondary of Alabama led by cornerback, Patrick Sertain, son of, uh, Patrick Sertain. So Patrick, Patrick Sertain jr. Essentially. And also safety, uh, Shaheem Carter, Patrick Sertain. Let me down by going to Alabama. Philip Sims, uh, Patrick Sertain. Where did he was it? Florida state was his dad. No, uh, Southern miss Southern miss. Well, who am I thinking of? He should have just went to Southern Miss. He should have. He said he sells out. He goes where the where, where the he's probably getting paid. Well, that simple. By his dad. <laughs> his dad's filthy rich from being a Miami Dolphin. <laughs> That's true. Um, what the hell am I talking about? Linebackers are good. Dylan Moses, uh, stud linebacker. Now the only thing that could really affect the defense, even though, like I said, they have a good defense, but is the loss of Quinn and Williams. He was he was a beast. They don't have anyone that probably is on that level. Yeah. That guy, even at Alabama doesn't come around every year. Yeah. Um, so with that said, Patty C first off, do you think Saban retires after the year? No, I do not. The guy looks healthy as a fucking, you think he just keeps going Ram. He just think, keeps going. I think this guy wants to break every record. Like he's got the, uh, Belichick mentality. He probably doesn't have anything else in life. Someone told me a story. No, I can't cite it because uh, it's from word of mouth. But apparently Sims like gives two days a year to his wife. Sims? Or, uh, fucking, I'm looking at this now. Um, Saban gives two days a year to his wife. And the rest of the 363 days of the year are dedicated to football as number one undisputed priority. <laughs> all right. Like Imagine signing up for that marriage. <laughs> Honey? Get ready, all right? Because on the 27th of July, I know right now it's only February, but the 27th of July, I'm going to eat your ass. Right? <laughs> Mark that down on the We're calendar. Go to a hotel in the Bahamas, and I, I'm going to eat your ass. Put it on the calendar. Rest of the time, we're talking about cover two. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> now, 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 if you can be quiet while I try to break down this film, I'd appreciate it. Um. <laughs> Uh, that's what I pictured. Okay. Look, the win totals at 11 and a half. Who were we kidding? Patty C. I can tell you just off. Just mean I, I don't have the schedule. I'm going to pull up the schedule, but I'm going to say yes on the over. No, actually they, they, I get, they're going to lose one, right? They're going to lose one, right? I don't think they are. I think they're going to go undefeated. I think they could lose at Auburn. They have a quarterback. They're going to lose at Auburn, but they're still going to go to the SEC championship week one. They get the Duke blue devils in Durham or in Tuscaloosa. No, in Atlanta. I don't know why anyone would, you couldn't give me a free ticket to this game. Yeah. I would not go. Yeah. Complete waste of time. I would not go. I wouldn't go either. Week two. I would not go to this game. Yeah. New Mexico state comes to Tuscaloosa. Maybe if I went, maybe cause it's Tuscaloosa and I want to see that environment. Right. But the other one's in Atlanta. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 Everything's Absolutely. a chick. Everything's a Chick-fil-A. Yeah. You know what sure. I mean? Like, uh, Week three, any chance of the upset at South Carolina? No. Yeah, I think Muschamp's gone after this year. Muschamp isn't doing anything that might, you know, catch Alabama by surprise. So we got them three and zero, and then they're they're home to the Southern Miss Golden Warrior. Goes Sertain going against his dad's alma mater. That son of a bitch. Yeah, 
Disloyal. 4-0. Then they're home to Ole Miss, who's going to be awful this year. Hey, Rich Rodriguez may have a little something up his sleeve. Not year one. This talent, I was reading about this team, talent off the, uh, a lot of their high recruits gone to the NFL. Is they're, that right? They're, they're old since since they got in trouble. Yeah. This team hasn't recruited quite Does not as well. have much talent. Yeah. Um, they're going to be five and zero. Oh. They get a bye week. Oh, here you Ironically, go. they get a bye week before their only tough game of the first six, and that's at Texas A and M. Strange. Yeah, it's funny how that works. Uh, this one actually they could lose. Uh, yeah, they could. Going to Kyle Field. They're going to lose one of these ones, either at at Auburn or A&M at A M. Is getting better, whether we admit it or not. I think they are getting better. Are they winning it? No. I'm going to say Auburn's the one that beats them. Mm. One of they're going to lose one of these two. You heard it here first. Yep. I'm on the under, right? And then they follow that up with their annual for yearly game against the Tennessee Golden Volunteers, right? Yeah. In Tuscaloosa, they are going to blow out Tennessee. It's not even going to be close. I'm not buying into this this preseason hype of the uh, of the Vols, which you'll we'll touch on later. But then they're home to Arkansas for homecoming. Arkansas didn't they didn't win a game in the SEC last year. Yeah. Then they get a bye week before their home game against LSU, which LSU got whooped 29, nothing in Baton Rouge last year. I have zero reason to believe that coach. O can come into Tuscaloosa and win this game. And I think coach O's doing a little bit better than I thought he would be doing. Yeah. But he's still that, that when I watched that 29, nothing game at home, I'm like, how do you do that at home? How do you lay that big of an egg yeah. at home? They not even a smacked. fucking field goal. Yeah. Blanked. That's that's that. So I'm not even, I don't even think this is a game. Yeah. Until I think they're going to get their ass whooped. Yeah. Prove something offensively. Joe Burrow though. I do like Burrow. Them just yeah. enough. Of Coach a, a O balance. saved his job yeah. by getting Joe Burrow yeah. in the 13th hour before the season started last year, because yeah. if not, they were going to go five and seven or six and six and or something long and he'd be gone. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Then they follow that with that Mississippi state, which slight upset chance. I do think Starkville kind of an electric place. Yeah. However, I feel like the team is much worse than they were last year. And I'll touch on that later. Okay. But yeah. coming off of LSU, that does kind of That's feel true. like let down city there. That's true. I, I would agree with that. Then they followed off with the catamounts, the four and seven FCS team in Western Carolina. <laughs> and ironically, they scheduled this game right before they go to Jordan Hare stadium at Auburn. So they get essentially three bye weeks before all three of their only really talented opponents. Um, this team's going to go 11 and one. I'm on the under. It's tough to argue with that. Uh, except the fact that they went undefeated last year and their quarterback has one more year of experience, but they don't have that depth. He goes down. I think this team's going to go 12 and now. All right. NC Nick is on the under that, that Auburn game, especially with the fact that they probably have that division, uh, all wrapped up by that, by that point, Auburn could, you know, play with their hair on fire and like pull out all the fucking tricks and, uh, you know, maybe pull that upset and, and you know, get they their like kicks on route 66. Yes. Yes. Uh, look, I'm on the under, <laughs> I'm on the under. They're going to lose one of those games. I know. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but Hey, welcome to the college experience. <laughs> we don't know what the hell we're talking about. Uh, next up is the Arkansas Razorbacks. Whew. Do I even got to preview this team? <laughs> 
All right, look, Chad Morris is coming off a, a two and ten season, including zero and eight in the SEC. Man. They also lost to three and nine Colorado State in a rare road game against the Power Five. I bet they're they're longing the for the Bielma days. Yes. Uh, QB wise, they get two transfers coming in, and an SMU transfer Ben Hicks and Texas A&M transfer Nick Starkle. Yeah. Now I would assume Hicks is going to get the job because he's got familiarity in Morris's system. I was thinking about this the other day. Yeah, I don't even know that Morris was ever a good hire. Like, was he ever great at SMU? No, he was good as an offensive coordinator. A like, yeah, good as an offensive coordinator for Clemson, but that's clearly like been replicated by every other. That, he kind of finagled his way into an SEC coaching job, which is <laughs> kind of impressive. All right. I mean, I, I don't because uh, what was he? He was a, a, a hot shot high school football coach in Texas. Yeah, yeah. and then like uh, got the Clemson gig. Oh, well, he must have been someone before he got the Clemson gig. Well, I can tell you this: their offense only averaged twenty-one points per game last year, and only three hundred thirty-six yards of offense. That's not very good. I don't care what conference you're in. Yeah, uh, they lost at home to North Texas by like thirty points. Uh. You got to think with these quarterbacks coming in, that's a bonus. Hicks familiar. The, the fact he's familiar with the system got to get better. Can't there. hurt. Uh, tight end. Pass happy they, offense. They, they, they got a good tight end in Cheyenne O'Grady. Uh, but their top wideout, LaMichael Petway transfers to Iowa state grad transfer to Iowa state. Mm. Wanted to be a winner, right? Sophomore. Michael Woods is now the leading returning wideout with just 18 catches. They do have a decent running back in Rakeem Boyd, who had over 700 yards last year. They also got uh, Devwa Whaley, Wally maybe. Um, two solid options in the backfield. Only two starters back on the O-line. That's one I want to hmm. circle. This team's going to suck again. The defense was bad last year. Both the run defense and the pass defense was pretty bad, especially the run. John Chavis is the DC. I mean, legendary DC. Yeah. Uh, they bring back their top leading tackler in Dewan Harris, 118 tackles last year. He's a Chavis was under um, miles forever. Then he went over to a and M, right? Yeah. What he struggled late. He struggled late recently in his career. They canned him. And who, who did they bring in over at a and M? Mike Elko. Oh, Elko. That's yeah. right. The secondary is extremely young and inexperienced, but they got a nice safety in Cameron curl. Um, Patty C. Why should I believe in the Razorbacks? Well, their win totals at five and a half. Is this team bowling? Let's see. Um, Week one, they get a shitty four and seven Portland State Vikings. FCS four and seven. An absolute dog shit. Like at a now, conference schedule. Th- was this one Michigan backed out on them? Was That's this what one I heard. Years? That's what I heard. I blasted this on Twitter last year, and someone sent me. Turns an article out it was Michigan's fault. Michigan was one of the backed out of it. So I get it. I won't shit on you too much, Arkansas. Although you could have still done better. I feel like. Uh, uh, BYU is an independent. You're telling me you couldn't just quickly schedule BYU. Well, game? Look, if if Michigan was your number one at a conference game, great at a conference game, and Colorado State's your number two, it's not bad. Then you have Portland State, who I, I believe is a decent. No, F- no, no. Colorado State's the one that filled the shoes for uh, Michigan. Of Michigan, yeah, yeah, maybe not so much. And then Western Kentucky, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, you can do better, Arkansas, but clearly. You're in the uh, Bronco Mendenhall camp of please give me the easiest schedule and I will openly request that. Right. For all intents and purposes. So we got to meet. You got to meet in Portland State Week One. I got. I got to ask you who you got in Week Two. <laughs> week Two they play at Ole Miss. 
just too high fly. I guess I don't even know if you call Rich Rod's system high fly. It's it's certainly fast break. Um, I mean, I guess I got a favorite Ole Miss because it's in Oxford. Yeah, and they're more talented. You have to figure still. I guess. I mean, they're starting a lot. Of, they got a new offense. I guess. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> this Rich is going to be a, a thirty to twenty nine. He game. needs a fast quarterback to make that. That's a surprisingly. I mean, as as is being uh, demonstrated by uh, Chip Kelly. What is supposed to be a relatively straightforward, simple read option offense tends to be a little harder to pick up for some of these guys. So you have Ole Miss winning that? I do. I think I do too, but I don't like it. That's a 50-50 game to me. Maybe I'll give it 51 Ole Miss, 49% <laughs> okay. Arkansas. Yeah. Uh, week three, they're home to Colorado State. Any, ch- any way Colorado State wins this game and sweeps them? Uh, I think there's a huge chance of that. <laughs> I don't see why that wouldn't be. I'm going to say Arkansas wins this one. Yeah. I got them at two and one and they're home to San Jose state. Who's absolutely dog shit. Probably the worst FCS team. If not, look, we're just counting on, uh, Arkansas being better. Yeah. There's nothing to really indicate. Well, the familiarity of the systems got it. They got it better, right? Three and one. And then they get a neutral site game against a and M. That's a loss three and two. Then they get a bye week before they're at Kentucky. They're going to lose that game. Probably. Uh, I got them at three and three Then they're home to Auburn. Any chance of the upset? Mm, I would doubt that. No. So three and four at Alabama, three and five home to Mississippi state three and six, right? Mm. You haven't losing to Mississippi state, right? Yeah. Three and six. I would say that one you could circle as maybe an upset it's okay. in Fayetteville. Yeah. If they've improved. Yeah. Three and six, then they're home to Western Kentucky uh, four and six. And then they get a bye week for their at LSU four and seven home to Missouri four and eight. Maybe this team gets to five. What's the over under here? Five and a half. Yeah. Pretty hard on the under. If they beat Ole Miss, they could be at five. Uh, Yeah. I I feel like, I mean, we're giving them all their nine conference games, right? Yeah. We're giving them four there and we're not giving them anything in conference. No, I gave them. Yeah. uh, I said, maybe Ole Miss. Yeah. But that would still keep them at five. They'd still be in the under. Yeah, I think I think five and a half is a little much there. I am on the under as well. Uh, I could see them going five and seven. NC Nick is on the under as well. We're we're all seeing eye to eye here, although we disagreed on Alabama. All right, moving along. The Auburn Tigers, Patty C. We Tigers, but not the Auburn Tigers normally at the po- the podcast, but we are Tigers in general. So that kind of fits coming off an eight and five season. Gus Malzahn on the hot seat. Once again, uh, I feel like I hear this every year. He could go 12 and two with a loss in the national championship game. Yeah. He's on hot, the hot seat. seat. They recently announced Bo Nix, son of Auburn. Great. Patrick Nix is the starting quarterback. Okay. Uh, last year, Gus Malzahn, maybe do, do I, can I, can I throw a little shade at him? Yes. Because they had a, a quarterback that left early, by the way. Hilarious that he left early and was like a fourth or fifth round pick. Did him. Yeah. But yeah. you had an experienced quarterback, and they were 11th in the SEC in offense. And also, ninth in passing. Interesting. It's one of these uh, kind of deals where you stay around too long and you run a, a bit of a gimmick system. Eventually, it gets found out. Well, you got to wonder how it will be this year with Bo Nix, new quarterback, but they do have five starting seniors on the O-line. All returning? 
All returning. Oh, my gosh. Got to like that. You have to love that. You got two running backs returning in Cam Martin and Jartavius Whitlow. Both good running backs. Receiving core, a little inexperienced. I mean, 50-50, if you like. Uh, two, two of the top four receivers back. Uh, defensive line might be the best defensive line in the country. Yeah. Uh, I think they're it's in, typical of Auburn. They're in contention with Utah and Clemson for the best defensive line in the country. That sounds pretty typical right there. Uh, defensive tackle Derek Brown shockingly came back. This guy's a first rounder for sure. They're all four of their defensive linemen, starting defensive linemen, are NFL players. Wow. Clemson, Nick, uh, circa 2018. Nick Co. Big Cat Bryant. Tell you what, I'm going to get a beer. You tell us about all these. All I'll these take guys. a fucking beer too. Give me yeah. another one of these bullshit ones. Pilsners. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you want one of those fucking uh, no, give me a Pilsner. No, no, no. Give me a yeah, Pilsner. Only yeah. one of these halves are uh, line, doable. Okay, so the D line's loaded. Linebacker wise, they lose all of their linebackers from last year. So they're breaking in new linebackers. But the good thing is, is that they are getting four out of five starters back in the secondary led by safety Daniel Thomas. This defense should be pretty fucking good this year. I look at Vegas to tell us what we got going here, and Vegas told us that Auburn's win total is at eight. Now, on first glance of just reading that, I think they're going to be on the over. It does sound like it. it, If Bo Nix is just decent. Yeah. Because I always wonder, because every once in a while... Remember when Malzahn had that like really bad quarterback a couple years back? Yeah. I mean, they were fucking bad, man. They almost lost to like an FCS school. It was like Jacksonville State or something. If if they don't have a good quarterback, they might have some issues. But I trust Patrick Nix. I was a big fan of Patrick Nix. So I'm going to say they're going to just off, off of the top of my head. Now let's break down the schedule. Week one, they get the Oregon Ducks, one of the best offensive lines going up against the best defensive line, perhaps. So they say. Yeah. I'm going to take Auburn to win this one. I am too. I don't trust Mario Cristobal. Yeah. I don't trust the Oregon ducks and they're going all the way to Arlington, Texas. I've seen this happen one too many times before where sec team goes to either Arlington or really SEC uh, to Fort worth. And then a PAC 12 team comes down and takes yeah. an L. Yeah, exactly. It's been Oregon on several occasions. I believe. I think you're right. When they played LSU, uh, and then week two, they get the two lane green wave. Don't sleep on my green wave, Patty C. Mm-mm-mm. I'm going to sleep on your green wave because I believe Auburn's <laughs> yeah, going to. I think Auburn's going to trounce them. Game. Two and zero Auburn. Then they welcome the Kent State Golden Flash. Is probably one of the worst teams in the MAC, but they are getting better. I feel like a little bit. They've been horrible for like ten years though. Um, three and zero. Mm-hmm. Then uh, they're at A and M. When you look at the schedule, that obviously looks like a potential loss. And there's nothing to indicate that it's not. I'm going to say they lose that. They're two evenly matched teams. It seems like Toxic Auburn place. might be a slight hair better still, oh. Oh. both from a talent standpoint and maybe even from a coaching standpoint, although they're pretty, pretty darn close there. Um, but uh, yeah, the home field advantage is basically the difference in that game. I'm going to go with A&M. I mean, I've been going back and forth on this all off season. I think Auburn's a one or two point better team on a neutral field. I think at, at, and um, they get it done. Let me just ask you this. Let me see. Okay, yeah, A and M's coming off a game with Lamar. Mm. Didn't even know that was a university. I'm joking. Um, Pretty sure that's the uh, 
fruitcake and um, what is it? Uh, Revenge of the Nerds. He's got the uh, <laughs> every time, every week we're talking Revenge of the Nerds on the college experience. <laughs> hey, I can't get enough of it, man. <laughs> He's got the little like uh, wobbly uh, javelin that he throws. Dude, I haven't watched Revenge of the Nerds in like fifteen years. I watched it a, oh, like a month ago, and it was like the best experience of my life. So <laughs> maybe even twenty five years, man. Wow. Well, you are missing Since out. Since the late nineties, you feel are like. missing out. I I still I believe in it, but um. All right, so I got them at three and one, and they're home to Mississippi State. Um, that's a win. Yeah, four and one. Then they're at Florida. Ooh, that's gonna be a fucking good game right there. I'm gonna tell you this. I think they're gonna beat. No, I got them losing this. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that's two losses. Then they get a bye week, and they're at Arkansas. They should win that. Yeah. Then they follow that up back to back away games. Uh. At LSU, I have them beating LSU. Revenge spot yeah. from last year. Yeah, they were the better team last year yeah. for sure. Uh, then they're home to Ole Miss. Should win that. Then they get a bye week, and then they're home to Georgia. No, man, this is a hard schedule. Yeah. Uh, did they beat Georgia at home? I think so. They have done that on a number I think of occasions. They beat Georgia at home. Okay. Then they're home to Sanford. I get, think they get the win. Mm-hmm. And then they get Alabama at home. So I have Alabama either losing to A&M or Auburn. Okay. That's right. So how many losses? Assuming. We I'm going to say they go nine and three. One, two. And then one of those last two games. Here's what's shitty is if they lay an egg against Oregon, we're fucked. What's the, uh, the under is eight. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? After talking about it and looking at the schedule, I'm more inclined to go with the under. I'm on the over. NC Knicks on the over. What are you going at AM at Florida at LSU hosting Georgia and hosting Bama, not to mention a neutral site game against Oregon. That schedule's too tough for an eight win season. If that's, the, the if that's the case, Malzahn's done. You think definitely. Yeah. Seven and five. Not yeah. going to cut it. Yeah. Not in all, not, not on the planes. Um, already. Moving along, but before we move along, I'm going to tell you guys that the college experience is brought to you by mybookie.ag. Yeah, it's football season, and mybookie is home to thousands of preseason bets for college and pro. NFL win totals, college win totals, Super Bowl futures, make playoff bets, they got it all. Mybookie even has unique player futures like first rookie to score a TD, first rookie to throw a a touchdown pass. And don't forget to enter the mybookie.ag NFL Super Contest. Only a hundred dollar entry fee, no proxy needed, and a hundred thousand dollars prize guaranteed to first place. Plus, every dollar they collect goes back into the prize pool. No rake here at mybookie.ag. Besides their wide selection of bets, they're also offering up to a thousand dollars first deposit bonus using the promo code SGP100. That's right, up to a thousand dollars in free bets using the promo code SGP100 at mybookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid over at mybookie.ag. All right, moving down the line of my alphabet. Let's see how we're doing here. Let's see if we can keep this together. We just came off of Auburn. Big jump here. <laughs> I got the Florida Gators. Oh, he get he nailed it. Yeah. Florida Gators coming off a 10 and 3 season. Great. I think Dan Mullen's a good coach. I really do. I would say the statistics back you up on that. I think he's a good coach. But uh, maybe a little short in the neck. 
You know, how does this team? He always looks like he's shrugging. This team gets three bye weeks and two FCS teams. Um, three bye weeks and two. Yeah, yeah. SEC. This is what we're talking about. Okay. Please, Towson. Please. <laughs> um. Okay. They really needed that bye week before UT Martin. Yeah. That right. was, they're like, hey, th- this offense is potent. <laughs> Maybe they, maybe they're just, maybe they have CTE and they were thinking T Martin. Okay. Yeah. And they're like, like shit, flashbacks. T Martin. Right. You know, he won a <laughs> national championship with Tennessee. That. Let's give him a, let's get a week off before T Martin. Well, they don't have uh urban Myers recruits there anymore. So you got to figure the GPA has risen slightly. Uh, well, I, they just kicked off a player for, uh, what did he do? He choked his tutor or something like that. Got kicked off the they're team. They're cleaning house. Yeah. Up in there. Typical Florida. Yeah. Very typical Florida. Uh, look, they got Felipe Franks back, and you would assume he's going to be a lot better. Another year in Dan Mullen's offense. Yeah, he's a good quarterback coach uh, here, and they got Lamichael P. Ryan back at running back. Although they did lose one player to the NFL, but uh, or one running back, but P. Ryan and Malik Davis should hold the running backs down for a good running back system, mm-hmm. good depth, good position mm-hmm. for them. Uh, they lose four out of five starters on the offensive line. Ooh. That could leave a mark. Yeah. For a team that's led by its offense. I always circle that. That when leans you, you, on their when offense. When you lose that much, yeah. that's, that's not a good thing. They're, they're, uh, they're not only you know a, a team whose philosophy is uh, let's score a lot on offense. It's also a team whose philosophy is a good defense. The best defense is a good offense. It, it, that's always the way it seemed like to me. Yeah. As long as they're moving the ball, the defense is off the field. There's never been Dan Mullen's never been renowned. For, they had a decent defense one year at uh, Mississippi State when they got all the way up to number two in the standings. Sure, they're pretty solid on both sides of the ball. But generally speaking, it's an offensive run team. Uh, why they do return their top six wideouts led by Van Jefferson? Good name. Um, defensively, they get 13 of the top 17 tacklers back on defense. That's impressive. Now here's the kicker, though. Defensive line took a hit. But uh, Jabari Zuniga, nice Zuniga Zuniga, is uh, is back and he's a beast on the D line. Linebacker wise, they welcome in a really good transfer and Jonathan Grenard coming over from uh, Louisville. Mm-hmm. Uh, defensive backs, this is this is one that you got to think. They got a money corner and C.J. Henderson It'd probably be in the NFL, but they lost their 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 five star freshman safety Chris Steele transferred to USC. They also had a player kicked off the team for choking the tutor. That was a defensive back. That was going <laughs> to, mm. so you got it. They're taking a little bit of hit on hits on the defensive backfield, but overall the defense should be in decent shape. Vegas four weeks ago said, or five weeks ago now, probably said that their win total was at nine. I can tell you on first glance, Patty C. I don't think I have them at nine. Hmm. I'm going to tell you at first glance, I do have them at nine. Okay. Well, week one, week zero coming up soon this weekend, they play the Miami hurricanes. And this is one you're going to need to watch out for because Miami, although they're starting a freshman quarterback and although I have zero faith in Manny Diaz or Miami at all, I do have faith in Miami's defense. And if you're starting four new offensive linemen, well, that's Manny defense. Uh, Manny yeah, D- I'm just Manny saying defense. Miami's D line and linebacker core really good. Yeah. They could wreak havoc on them only returning one starter on the offensive yeah, line. Sure. Uh, I'm still giving it to Florida. Yeah. 
I refused to buy into Miami until yeah. I see. Yeah, prove it on the field yeah. first. Um, so Florida one and zero. They get a bye week before they play UT Martin, the old Skyhawks. So they're two and zero. And then week three, they're at Kentucky Petty C. Can Kentucky do it two years in a row? I don't think so. I think Mar- uh, Florida has closed the gap in that, and they're too comfortable in Mullen's system. Well, Mullen has had some great years. He really he's not a guy that has many slip ups. Oh. So, uh, I really do think that, uh, they'll probably be fine they'll probably get through that and then go on to Tennessee and get that win too. another team right? that they've traditionally, so I got them four and Oh two. I think they'll get back in Tucky. Although I do wonder about that game week five, they welcome in the Towson Tigers. So they're going to be six and oh, right now is the stretch. They play Auburn. And like I said, this is kind of a 50, 50 game to me. I'm giving it to Florida. I yeah. think Auburn's probably the better team. Sure. But the swamp. Yeah. Is the swamp. They could very, very, very easily lose this yes. game. It's a 50, 50 game. I'm going to say, I'm going to say seven and oh. Yeah. I'm going to agree with you. Then they lose at LSU seven and one. Probably. Yeah. It's going to be a hell of a game. Then Patty C. Will. Much chance is going to get his revenge. I, is it much chance undefeated against Florida? Is he really now? Thought I read no that. No way. Thought I read that. <laughs> Let me look last year. Keep his revenge streak alive, I guess you would say. Hold on. No, isn't uh Florida the team that No, uh, they beat they beat South Carolina last year. What did I there was some stat I thought. Gotcha. I don't fucking remember. I feel like uh Les Miles had all of it a, a lot. Oh, yeah, he he caught Auburn a couple times, but I think he caught Florida on that fake field goal uh toss behind the head. So Florida, do you have them beating South Carolina? I do. I have Florida sitting there at eight and oh, that's a tough one. Cause of, yeah, I guess. Oh my gosh. Check us out. Then they're going to, no, I have them losing at LSU seven. Then they're going to buy a week and then they play Georgia and Jackson, but they're going to lose that game. I think Florida's going to win that game. Wow. Okay. Then they get Vanderbilt at home. They're going to win that one. I still think they might lose that South Carolina game, but then they play at Missouri, and I, this is one I'm going to circle. I'm going to call this one right now. Missouri will win this game. Missouri yeah. has no bowl game. This is their bowl game. Yeah. This one is Missouri. This is going to fuck Florida. So I, and then they get a bye week in their home to Florida State, which they'll beat Florida State. But uh, I got them at the, exactly at nine on the first run through. Yeah. But, but I think giving them a game against Auburn and South Carolina, and even Miami or at Kentucky, I'm going to say I'm going to lead on the under here. No, what's the this nine is the over under? Yeah. Count me in on the over. Wow. NC Nick is on the under as well. We are getting a lot of disagreement in the old SEC, buddy. Mm-mm. Okay. Next up is the Georgia Bulldogs. Coming off an eleven and three season. Jake from he's back. But once again, like Alabama, and this is what I'm kinda I don't wish for anyone to get injured, Patty C. <laughs> but the depth could be an issue at quarterback position because their quarterback, Justin Fields transferred to Ohio state. That's true. Uh, There's only so much reloading you can do, but they get from back. They got Deandre Swift back. They were looking so good when they had Eason. Yeah. They lose fields Ho- in the fold and from, yeah. yeah, they lose Holyfield, but they have Deandre Swift. So he's money. One of the better running backs. Yeah. And they get four out of five starters back on the offensive line. That was a really good offensive That's line. That's a too. huge 
Man. And you went, you took Florida to beat them? Man, man, that's making me think about it now. Now, the issue is that the receiving core is completely depleted. Completely depleted. They don't have anyone coming back. So, I think it's a plug and play situation. You you run the ball to uh, you let Swift take care of that. I think it helps to have some talent. They're a balanced offense. They're okay. not they're not Wisconsin where they're just pounding you, you know, I'm sure there's talented receivers. They rely on balance, but they just uh, typically have extremely talented running backs for whatever reason. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, defensively four of their five, four out of their top five tacklers are back. An issue though, for last season was the pass rush was not much. Mm. And as the season went along, the worse it got for a Kirby smart coach team, a little bit surprising. Uh, exactly. Linebacker wise though, they, they're looking all right. They got Tay Crowder coming back. Now they did lose Deandre Baker at corner, which could be a big loss, but Eric Stokes is a good one and their money. Like their strength of their defense really is the safety position. Was Baker the Thorpe award winner last year? I think I that might've been. Yeah. No, uh, both safeties though. J.R. Reed. Uh, that's no reference to the NBA player that punched out AC green. Um, <laughs> He'll be in the NFL, buddy. Mark my words. So, Patty C, they still got Blankenship as the kicker. How many years has that guy been there, huh? Jeez, I don't Dude, know. Dude, what, what is do. going on? Can you. I got this stupid. I'm going to throw this in the bathroom. I'll yeah, be right back. Please. Jeez. Guy doesn't even know how to work a stopwatch. He's in his fucking 30s and doesn't know how to work a stopwatch. Why do you really have that stopwatch? So you can, you can prove to your girl, like, I promise I will last more than two minutes. Yeah, I, t- I time myself. I time myself <laughs> during masturbation. If I can make it through 35 like, come seconds. On now, come on now. Come on. <laughs> Look, the over and under is at 11. And I'm going to tell you this right now, Patty C, and I, I'm, I kind of know some of their schedule, but I'm not looking at it. Yeah. I am on the under. You're on the under. What? what it's at 11? Yeah. I think I'm going to have to agree with you. They start out week one. Just about ten days from now, at the Vanderbilt Commodores. Yeah, I got to agree with you. That's a win. That's right? a win. Then they're home to Murray State, the Racers. I'm glad that one's on the schedule. <laughs> uh, two and out. Then they're home to Arkansas State, whose head coach just left because uh, his wife's got cancer. Mm. Our thoughts and prayers going out to, I believe, Blake Anderson is the head coach of Arkansas State. Absolutely. Um, it's, she's had she's been fighting it for a while, but I think it's it's in really bad. It's gotcha. getting really bad. Week four, home to Notre Dame. They're going to get that win. I think they're going to get that win too. Four now. They get a bye week and they're at Tennessee. Any chance? Tennessee's going to bounce. They got to upset somebody one of these well, days, right? With those Hail Marys. Tennessee is, it has that capability. I'm going to say Georgia. I'm going to. Five and oh. Yeah. Home to South Carolina. Six and oh. Home to Kentucky. Seven and oh. They get a bye week and they're home to or neutral site with Florida. I got Florida taking that. I have them as eight. No, I don't know. That's a toss up game. Georgia's probably the better team. I just feel like Florida's starting to get their mojo back. And, uh, you know, that passing game with Frank's strong arm quarterback. I think, uh, I think we may see Mullen having superior coaching chops this year to uh, Kirby smart. I have them at eight. No, then they're home to Missouri nine and oh, probably. I have them losing at Auburn. Kind of agree with you there. So nine and one for me. Then they're home to AM. Ooh. That's a good game. I'm I'll say I'll give them fifty-five percent to forty-five. Yeah. Um I got them at ten and one at Georgia Tech, eleven and one, but here's a deal. That's exactly the number. And I 
heavily lean towards the under because I think they could lose the AM. I think they could lose the Florida. I think they could even lose to Missouri or Notre Dame. Absolutely. Absolutely. The under is definitely the play here. There we go. And let's see what NC Nick says about the, but he's on the over. Wow. Wow. He sees an undefeated season. I think he does. Good Lord. Or he has them losing one game and favors them either being 11 and one or, or towards the and over and 12 and oh, right. Wow. Notre Dame is not a gimme. Look, they squeaked by him by one point last year. Granted that was in South bend, but it was early enough in the Ian book getting the start. Uh, I think he, I think even uh, flowers had started the, uh, or not flowers. Um, who's a USF quarterback or UCF quarterback this year. Wimbush. Wimbush was the starter for week one uh, against Michigan. And so Ian book finally uh, took over the reins, you know, a little, a little too late, but it was still a one point game. Notre Dame has come a long way. It's going to be a good game. I think the fact that it's in Athens though, you have to figure favor Georgia. Yeah. Uh, the Kentucky Wildcats, Patty C. Tell that little Wildcat behind the wheel that we're about to fucking preview the Wildcats. All right. This is an interesting team. Coming off a 10 and 3 season. Unbelievable. Somebody puts, has someone built a, a statue of Stoops yet? Yeah, seriously. Terry Wilson's back at quarterback and the former Oregon transfer. He was pretty impressive last year. Some very clutch performances. Uh, however, they did lose Benny Snell. He's on the Steelers. Your Steelers, Patty C. Yeah, buddy. They lose three of their top four. Right there with Bud Dupree. We're going down into Kentucky. And there we go. Out. They lose three of their top four wideouts, but they bring back the best wideout from a season ago in Lynn Bowden. Uh, only two starters back on the offensive line. Circle that one. Mm. Defensively, they only bring back four starters entirely. They lost seven starters last year on the defense, including stud Josh Allen. But Stoops is a defensive coach, and he went the Juco transfer route, especially in the defensive backfield. So, Patty C., they are replacing a lot. The over and unders at six and a half. Yo, just looking at last year's scores and getting reminded of this team, I have to say almost without even looking at it, I have to take the over. They had an incredible season last year. They whipped the dog shit out of some pretty good teams, took an L at Kyle field in overtime by six. Uh, <laughs> How did they lose that Tennessee game? I don't know, but then they go on to beat Penn state in the citrus bowl, Kentucky, 10 win Kentucky stepping up, went to miss Missouri. Got a win, uh, but it also whipped Florida state's ass or Florida's ass in uh, the swamp, but they did miss out on playing Auburn, LSU or Bama. That does help. So let me take a look at this year's schedule and see if those things are happening. That could be a factor. Uh, um, Six and a half is the number, Patty. See, six and a half. I, on first glance, want to say no. Losing that much offensive line. And I will tell you this, man. They better tread lightly the first two weeks. Toledo and Eastern, Eastern Michigan. Those are two good teams. They better tread very lightly the first two weeks. We're just assuming that this team has. Eastern Michigan beat Purdue at Purdue. How does... How does Kentucky play better at a conference than, than Alabama? It's a damn good question. How? <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, uh, you got them going two and zero there. Yeah, I do. I think I think uh, 
Kentucky's proven it. Now we're going to see what they are without Snell. Everything tells me to take fucking Toledo to beat them. At least one of these games, they yeah. might take an L on laying egg in. Especially Eastern Michigan, they're looking ahead to Florida. I guess I'll go two and zero. I don't like it. I'm going to go two and zero, but I don't like it. I'm going to take. I'm gonna, I'll tell you this. I'm going to take the points on the Mac schools. Week three, home to Florida. That place is going to be lit if they're undefeated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they uh, that that was their first win. Yeah, in, in like since, in thirty years. Yeah, since nineteen eighty-seven or something. Good like that. lord, uh, man, and it's in Lexington this time. Yeah, buddy, let's get a let's get a streak going the I other direction. I would love to see the Wildcats win this game. Not going to take it though. I'm going to take Florida. What what's what's Kentucky's ceiling as a program? Where can Stoops take them? Well, uh, do was, they have a ceiling? I think they don't because they they. Have proven on the basketball front that they'll scumbag it up. Sure, right. So I'm saying let the fan base get in there. Yeah, and I think the sky's the limit. What's so different about Auburn or uh, uh, Kentucky and say LSU? Yeah, I mean LSU is surrounded by more talent. Yeah, that's one. But I mean factor. Kentucky borders Ohio, and Pennsylvania is not that far away. Yeah, if they're yeah. willing to dig in. There's plenty yeah. of talent to be gotten over there. Um. You got them losing to Florida, so we both got them at two and one. Week four at Mississippi State. Yeah, this one's a little tough. <laughs> it is a tough one. Um, give me Mississippi State. I think give me Mississippi State too. They're two and two. They follow that back to back away games. They get South Carolina. Now here's the thing: How do you bet against the ten one team? They've beaten South Carolina four years in a row. <laughs> Can Muschamp give me, ever give me Muschamp? Give me my shit. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the uh, the Wildcats. You're gonna take the Wildcats until I see what Muschamp beat Kentucky. Yeah. Oh, you know what I? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, That's I'm, gonna be a good game. That's gonna be a good game. I got them at three and two. They get a bye week. They're home to Arkansas. I got them at four and two. Petty C. Then yeah. they're at Georgia. They lose four and three. Then they're home to Missouri. Four and four. Yeah. They get a bye week and they're home to Tennessee. Revenge. They're going to get revenge. You think Missouri is just going to walk into Lexington and get a win that easily that you don't even have to think about it? No, I definitely have to think about it, but I think Missouri's better. Okay. Four and four. They get a bye week. Then they're going to get revenge on Tennessee and upset Tennessee. Okay. Nice. Five and four. Yeah. Then they're at Vandy. Ooh. I don't know. What happens here? This, is a, this is a coastal. This, this team belongs in the coastal of the ACC because I have so many <laughs> games that I have no idea. Yeah, You're just flipping a coin yeah. on. I think uh, I'm going to give it to him. <laughs> Is that Vandy? That's not much of a home field advantage for Vandy. I don't know that I'm going to give it to him. <laughs> uh, yeah, I am. Vandy's got to beat someone though. Yeah, they do. I'm going to, I'm going to give it to Vandy. I'm going to give it to Vandy too. So five and five, then they get UT Martin six and five. And Louisville. this is dangerous to me. I'm going to call. Oh, it's in Lexington. Okay. If it was in Louisville, I was going to call for Satterfield a whole, by that time, you'll yeah. have the team. Yeah. We'll put it in place. I'm going to give him. I'm on the over then. I have him seven and five. I think I was, I, what was it? Six and a half. Yeah. You I think I had him at six. No, I think you had him at seven. Let me see. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, Six. Yeah, I did. No, no, I had, I had six and six. Okay, so you're you're you want to uh, change that or you want me to? I'm on the under, baby. All right, let's see what NC Nick NC Nick is on the over. 
Well, you guys are little butt buddies over there. <laughs> Someone's got to di- disagree with you, idiots. All right, and moving along, moving down the line, we got the LSU Tigers, the real we- reason we Tigers. Coach O, our boy. <laughs> 10 and 3 season last Cookie year. Cookie Monster. 10 and 3 season last year. Coach O better suck off Joe Burrow because I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm he sure saved that's his how job. he got him there in the he first place. He saved his job. Burrow's back. Four starters on the O line are back, Patty C. And although they lose their, they, they lose uh, Brissett running back wise, they have John Emery coming in. The number, the this top team reloads at running back probably as well. And they well also as got anyone. Uh, a little bit of a Fournette, a Fournette back there. Another Fournette? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Of, of any relation? I don't know that answer. You should check it out. I don't know what I'm going to see. And they also got Ty Ron Davis. All right. We got three good running backs, essentially. Uh, they do return their top six wideouts. This offense. I mean, you look and you're like, Hey, where's the weakness? The weakness is from the head coach. <laughs> I don't know. He's doing a better job than I thought. Defensively, they, they return eight starters. Oh, oh man. It is Leonard Fournette as opposed to is it his brother. It's his brother, Leonard. Wow. That's what if you, what if your parents named you Colby and then. Kelby. <laughs> this is a great story. I don't know if we've, I'm going to dive back into this real quick here. We probably told this I one. I think on we here. did tell it last year, but Hey, it's been a year. Yeah, yeah. This, this story should be told every year. We have a Lebanese friend, Kyle, who we often refer to on this show. Fucking hilarious guy probably should be on this show, but we would go over to his house as teenagers, early teens every week or pretty fairly often. Yeah. Every time Shit, I was going over there for a while daily, like yeah, we're playing school, the man. fucking yeah. Sega Genesis life is good. Yeah. Uh, his dad from who, Lebanon, from Lebanon and a fucking badass, great a, guy, a military great chief, fucking guy. another story. This yeah. guy, uh, that's, a, that's one of the most amazing stories. This guy, I can't tell that one. I can't tell that one. It's going to take too long. Well, we'll just quickly give the highlight. Just it. say he, 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 he rescued his wife on a fucking tank. They, they were not married at the time. Yeah. They were boyfriend and girlfriend. Lebanon was a war zone. This guy, the general he rolls goes up. Down, he finds out that his, his girlfriend is in enemy territory. So he takes a tank <laughs> to rescue his girlfriend who jumps off a balcony with a bird cage <laughs> onto with, with her bird yeah. onto the tank. Yeah. Let me tell you something. That's love. Yeah. That's, that's bigger dick energy than yeah, anyone than, than anyone in the history that I, that I've ever encountered. Man. Right. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I'm sure the story's out there, but that's I haven't swinging met dick energy yeah. right there. Anyway, that's the guy we go over and he's just living a suburban life. And you he know. always calls me Kelby Kelby. Every time we go, hello Kelby turns out, I always hear like chuckling in the background. To right. His kids. His sister, his brother, yeah, you yeah. know, they're always having a good time. Ch- some chuckling. All right. He, it's a funny way to pronounce the name. Okay. Yeah. But uh, maybe not worthy of chuckling every time until I find out that Kelby means bitch <laughs> in Arabic, I believe. Yeah. Or, whatever or, it is. Yeah. Farsi, Lebanese, yeah, I Arabic. Uh, I could be wrong, but um, yeah. So I was calling me bitch the whole time. This fucking guy. <laughs> Great guy though. Yeah. All right. Leonard, Leonard. Leonard. Okay. Look, they, they bring their top six wideouts. They on defense return eight starters, but they lose greedy Williams and Devin white, huge pieces of the defense. They got a good safety in grant Delpit, 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 Delpit. <laughs> and they got a linebacker, Michael divinity. That's a great fucking name. It is. Uh, 
Patty C, this team's going to be loaded again. The over and under in Vegas is set at nine. Two. Do you believe? This is a. Like the beat nut said, do you believe? <laughs> uh, I think I, I think I do. I'm a believer. I think this is the year Coach O uh, really cements himself as the. I got them losing the Georgia Southern week one. No, oh my gosh. They lost to Troy. At Are home. you fucking kidding? Why can't they lose to Georgia Southern at home? <laughs> well, I'm the contrast continues. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, the month I'm prepared to the, for the triple options, that that's where I, I can't pick Georgia Southern. Lens the, lens but the game to I them. have them losing in Austin week two. I have them winning in Austin in week two. I got them one and one, then they're home to Northwestern State. Good, the demons. <laughs> the good old demons. Mm-hmm. I got them two and one. At Vanderbilt, three and one. They get a bye and they're home to Utah State. Yeah. Look ahead spot, looking at Florida. What do you think? Uh, definitely. Definite possibility. But that bye again. Yeah. Pretty nice scheduling. Uh, so you got them what? You got them undefeated. Then. You got them five and oh, then, huh? Yep. And, and I got them beating Florida at home. Me too. So I got them, I got them five and one. You got them six and oh at Mississippi State. This is asking for an upset. Last time they played at Mississippi State with Coach O, do I need to remind you of the score? They took a throttling. The score was at Mississippi State, 37 to 7. But that was at the hands of Dan Mullen, correct? That was. So, slightly different situation here. Um, Starkville, never an easy place to play. That said, I'm going to give him the dub. LSU goes in there yeah. and gets it. Now, I have them losing to Auburn the Ooh. next week. You do too, because we already called that. Okay. Um, then they get a bye week. We have them losing to Alabama, so that we already have them at three losses. Yeah. I mean, I have them at the. Uh, no, you have them at two. I have them at three. Right. Yeah. yeah. Then they're at Ole Miss. That's a win. That's a win. Home to Arkansas, win. That's a win. Home to A and M. Yeah, they're gonna lose one of these. They're gonna they're gonna be nine and three. But but what what side do you lean on? That Texas game, I'm like totally ignoring the fact that they probably will lose that because it's on the road, which would put them if they lost that A and M game, uh, that would put them at four losses. But they could win that Auburn game at home. Are you on the over or the under? I'm on the exactly nine and three. Well, this is where you grab your man pants. Okay. All right, and you find out which way your your your, your small sub cockles. Is is uh is angled. Give me the under on this guy. I'm on the under two. And see, Nick is on the under two. Right, this is our first one aside from Arkansas. Arkansas and LSU are the only teams we agree on. Wow. Completely. Unanimously. Whew. Next up, Old Miss, the Rebels. This team's replacing everybody. Everybody. They had a bunch of talent on their team last year, but still only went five and seven. So they switched up. They brought in a new OC Rich Rod and a new defensive coordinator in Mike McIntyre from Colorado. Ooh, a vicious combination here. Uh, Matt Corral is a new quarterback. He's going to wish he was at the, uh, he's going to feel like he was at the okay Corral when, once he uh, starts this season. Right. They got he a good running back up. in Scotty Phillips. Uh, they're just inexperienced as all can be at wide receiver. Um, and the O line, not very experienced. The defense was awful last year. I mean, it was fucking awful. It was really awful. 
but Mike McIntyre comes in and I'm a, I'm a Mike McIntyre guy, Patty C. Yeah. There you get their leading tackler back in Mohammed Sinago. Sinogo sounds like a gas station. Yes. Right? Very close to Sinoco. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking that's the gas station yeah. you're thinking of. Yeah. The secondary is loaded with experience despite losing cornerback Ken Webster and Zedrick Woods. They got some good players. Kedron Smith. It's good. He's good. He's probably their best defensive player. Um, so let's talk brass tacks here, buddy. All let's right. Get down to it. The over and under for the old rebels is at five. Mm. At first glance at the first half of that schedule, I'm going to say over, but we shall see because Week it does one, get a little harder. We, I was going back and forth on this, but I think I am on Mrs. Or I'm on Memphis beating Ole Miss. I am too. So we got him 0 and 1. We gave him the Arkansas win, which is a, a gift that we're giving him. I guess. Then they play the Southeast Louisiana Lions. That's a win. They're two. They're, we got them at two and one. Mm-hmm. I have them. Then they welcome Cal, and I have them losing to Cal. I got them beating Cal. Uh, I have them at two and, and two. Then they play at Alabama. That's uh, two and three. Then they're home to Vandy. Mm. Interesting game here. I think I'm going to give this one to Vandy. I think I'm going to give it to Vandy too. I got them at, what is that? Two and four. Then they're at Missouri. Two and five. Yep. Then they're home to A&M. Two and six. At Auburn. They get a bye. Then they're at Auburn. Two and seven. Home to New Mexico State. Three and seven. Hosting LSU. Three and eight. At Mississippi State. Three and nine. I'm on the under. I I actually might want to lock this one up. Yeah, I don't think Rich Rod is going to have that offense rolling quite quickly enough to salvage this season. It's going to be a it's going to be a down year in Oxford. Yep. So you're on the under. Uh yeah. Give me the under. Alrighty there. Okay. Moving along, I want to tell you guys that my dog is being crazy, crazy cool. And next up. Before I talk about the team, I'll tell you about something that's crazy cool. Play Balto. Sick of paying uh, to set up your office football pools, Patty C? Hmm? So sick of it. I know you are. That's why you save hundreds and start playing for free on Play Balto. It's where the pros play. Play your favorite office pool, like uh, football games, like, you know, any type you want, because you can manage 30 customized ways to do what the fuck the office pools are. <laughs> Look, there's 30 ways to do an office pool. You can customize them. <laughs> I'm not making English over here. I'm not making <laughs> sense over here. I'm drinking. All right, look. Save time tracking buy-ins and, and, and stream, you know, the entire management process from hours to minutes. Get started on Balto in 60 seconds or less. Pick'ems, survivor pools, they've all been treated as an afterthought by the current site providers. Balto's the first site built specifically for pool-style betting games. Stop getting charged on outdated lackluster sites that look like they're from the early nineties. You know what I mean? Sick burn. If you're running a football pool this season, make your life easy and go to play Balto, go to sports and click the play Balto link to sign up today. Patty C you're laughing at me. I can't read. I'm drinking. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but I knew, I know this is going on. The Mississippi state, not, not your most inspired performance there. <laughs> somewhat, you know, look, 
somewhat, I don't know. I don't want to say. Uh, You're a filthy animal. I right? am a filthy animal. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Mississippi State. I, you could say that that last read was kind of like Mississippi State season last year. Came in with a lot of expectations. Yeah. But Nick Fitzgerald. Laid egg after egg after egg. And until the egg bowl when they when they won. <laughs> now there you go. Nick Fitzgerald. No, actually the defense was money last year. It was the best in the SEC. But Joe Moorhead came in and he's supposed to be an offensive wizard. Well, I can tell you, I went and saw the Mississippi State Bulldogs live, and I can tell you they have a lot of talent. Woman, women-wise, a lot of hot chicks tailgating at the uh, LSU Mississippi State game I went to. Now I'll tell you this though: their offense was complete dog shit. Nick Fitzgerald had a good run with Mullen, but I can tell you he looked like a deer in the headlights with Joe Moorhead's offense. Yeah. So I think in that capacity they could be better because they welcome in Tommy Stevens, who potentially could have been the starting quarterback at Penn State, but transferred to Mississippi State. If you don't know this, Joe Moorhead used to be the offensive coordinator at Penn State. So that is the familiarity the logical I speak of. explanation. I would assume that the offense would be better based on their quarterback play. Right now, this is where I would not. They, maybe they also have both their running backs, Kylan Hill and uh, Nick Gibson back two good running backs, three, three starters back on the offensive line. Now here's where things get tr- tricky. They had the top defense, like I mentioned prior in the entire SEC and Montez sweat, Jeffrey Simmons and Jonathan Abraham or Jonathan Abram were all top picks. You can't mm. take that much of a loss mm. and be good on defense. They got a good corner in Cameron Dantzler. Any relation to Woody? Who knows? But linebacker, linebacker course should be good, led by Errol Thompson. But the, when I look at the D line and the, and the defensive backs, specifically the safeties, we might have issues here. Well, it's like you're saying, at least uh, from a familiarity standpoint on offense, they should. Either. This was a decent team. They scored points last year. I don't think offense was really not the, the game I was at. They could yeah. get a first down to save their they life. They are kind of a little bit of Jekyll and Hyde. Their losses. They what did they finish last year? Eight and five. Their regular season losses. They scored seven, six, three, and zero points respectively. That's bad. But in their wins, things got rolling. 63, 31, 56, 23, 28, 45, 52, and 35. That is a Jacqueline Hyde offense right there. Yeah. Okay. Vegas has had enough of your Jacqueline Hyde. They want to know over and under seven and a half, Patty C. Mm. Let's take week one. They, they, they play a game in New Orleans in the old Superdome. Against the Raging Cajuns. Hmm. I love this game. Fun kudos, game. Kudos to Mississippi State for actually doing this. Going out of conference into another team's. Uh, I still wish it was a home game for the Raging Cajuns. Sure, of course. But um, we'll take what we can get. One and zero for Mississippi State, right? Mm-hmm. Week two. I'm curious to know what you think about week two. Uh, I think they're going to get the, the win. This is still a good team. Close game, though. There's an eight and five team that had to play in the SEC West. Lost their three best players on their roster. I don't give a fuck. All right, two and zero. Week three, home to K State. Win. I mean, that's three and zero. Sorry, week four, we already have them beating Kentucky. Four and zero. Week five, we we have Auburn beating them, so we have them uh, four and one. They get a bye week. They're at Tennessee. Ooh, that bye week. I want to see what Tennessee has before that bye. Before I make a, a call on this. Tennessee is coming off a game against Georgia in Nayland stadium. This is in Nayland stadium as well. Ah. I'm on Mississippi state. 
I don't know. I think I'm on Tennessee. Oh, no, no, no. I thought it was okay. It's at Tennessee. I think I'm. It's I thought close. it was. I thought it was in Starkville. Yeah. Okay. If it was in Starkville, I'd definitely be on. Michigan. No, no, no. Because they're going to lose to Georgia. Yeah. So I got them winning this, this one. Yeah. You got to like that week off for Mississippi State, though. Um. Yeah. So we got them at what then? Four and two. Yeah, four and two. Then they're home to LSU. Four and three. Whew, look at this three game stretch. Pretty. Yeah. Uh, at AM, four and four. At Arkansas, five and four. Hosting Bama. Five and five. Home to Abilene Christian. They're bowling. Six and five. Home to Ole Miss, seven and five. Yeah. We are on the under. What's the what's the over under? It's at seven and a half. Seven and a half. They really think they're gonna upset one of these teams. It's probably that Tennessee game. Yep. That's gonna make or break our. You season. know what, Alan Cooley? Listen, <laughs> if there's we've been we've been shunning Tennessee and not giving them their due, this is the one. It better not screw us over. <laughs> Tennessee better come up with one unexpected win here. <laughs> uh, NC Knicks on the other two. We're we're seeing eye to eye here, Tennessee, which doesn't happen much in the Southeastern Conference thus far. Moving along, the Missouri Tigers, Tennessee. Now, uh, they're coming off an eight and five season. Barry Odom somehow turned the bus around. At one point, this thing was high, heading off of a fucking cliff yeah. on fire. Turn the bus around. Drew Locke is a Denver Bronco now. But they go out and they get Kelly Bryant. This is a guy that beat out Trevor Lawrence last year. This was uh, a straight transfer. He's, he's yeah. sat out a year at this point. Yeah. I guess because it was four games into the season. Yep. Then he's able to start week one. Drew uh, I'm sorry. He beat out Trevor Lawrence. So that's got to speak volumes on Kelly Bright started a playoff game before. Did really beat out Trevor Lawrence. I think he was more of like the, incumbent. he came back to beat Texas A&M. They were playing both. Yeah. Kelly Bryant's the one. And why, why is uh Dabba Sweeney an asshole? Yeah. For not giving him the, the, the ring. The ring. I understand he quit on his team, but he also get, he was that quarterback that engineered the, the, the win against A&M. What, uh, what week was that? Week two. Oh, wow. I'm drawing a blank on that. I can't believe it. Well, you draw a blank on a lot of things in life. Let me tell yeah, you that. I'm shooting right blanks too. <laughs> okay. Now let me ask you this. Who's Missouri's offensive coordinator? Derek uh, Dooley. He's still alive. There it is. Still doing it. Missouri has the best tight end in maybe all of college football. And Albert Aquin Aquin Bun Banam. <laughs> Dude, this last name is like 40 the, fucking The letters. level of resignation <laughs> to just failure in your voice. He's an NFL caliber tight end, 43 catches, 466 yards, six touchdowns last year. Gotta love that. Uh, and also I will say this, you got to love that. Jonathan Johnson's back at wide receiver. Their leading receiver, 59 catches, 737 yards, five scores. Patty C. This team is going to be good. They got Larry Roundtree, backup running back, average five point four yards a carry, twelve hundred sixteen yards, eleven scores. This whole offense, if Kelly Bryant can just step in, they got everyone back. Three starters back on the O line. They even got running back depth. Tyler Bade, not bad. Uh, defensively, five of the top seven tacklers are back. Six starters in total. Leading tackler Kale Garrett, middle linebacker, is back. Hundred twelve tackles last year. The whole secondary, for the most part, three of four starters. They did lose Cam Hilton, but Tyree Gillespie, 48 stops, safety, three picks. Cornerback DeMarcus AC returns this defense. Now, here's a question I want to ask you, Patty C. Mm-hmm. 
I had the opportunity. I was on the the show with Sean and Ryan the other day. Mm-hmm. And I had to prep for that, and I got to study the Missouri schedule. Yeah. And I think with with uh, me picking Missouri to beat Florida the final week of the season because Missouri can't play in a bowl game, you want to talk about a sleeper to win the East. <laughs> I think I'm going to propose. I'm going to propose, or I'm going to say this. It's not the final week of the season, but I'm going to pose this. Yeah. I think they could be favored in 11 out of 12 games. <laughs> Every game except for Georgia? Yeah. Uh, I don't think that's uh, actually looking at the schedule. I, I think you're probably right. <laughs> I think they probably will be that's if it. they win them, win the ones they're If they win to. that Florida game, why can't this team go 11-1? and one? Right. <laughs> if Georgia drops two in conference. That's what I'm saying. If Georgia loses, well, I have them losing at Auburn. Yeah. And if they were to trip against A&M or Florida. Yeah. Then it doesn't matter that. Yeah. That they lost head-to-head. Yeah. Oh man. Now, okay, so 11 and 1. Who's got They can play the SEC Championship. They just can't go to a bowl game. Wouldn't that be hilarious? Oh, cuz they're on They're uh, on. Oh, that'd be great. Wouldn't Shades that be of the hilarious 90s. Yeah. If they beat uh, uh, Alabama. What if Auburn goes cuz they beat Alabama? That'd be fucking genius. <laughs> and and Auburn beats Alabama yeah. straight up. We're unhatching some fucking. And then Missouri wins the SEC. Diabolical circumstances. They go twelve and one, but they can't play in the playoff. It's not that far fetched. <laughs> fucking Kelly Bryant's a good quarterback. Yeah. Barry Odom is proving to be a good coach. Uh, the program at Missouri. Well, under- and they drew. They drew from the West. They drew Ole Miss and uh, Arkansas. Can it get any better? No, Can it, it get any better? Okay, the win total, Patty Seed. I'm gonna lock this. All right, the yep. win total is at eight. Locking the over. Eight and a, well, actually, it's weird. Ours. I wrote this five weeks ago, so eight and a half. Okay. I saw this at eight when I previewed when I prepped for there. I'm still it's gonna changed. ride the over. Yeah. We're, we're, so it's on eight and a half. We have to answer eight and a half. I'm still gonna ride the fucking over too. Week one at Wyoming. Any chance Craig Bull and their high altitude? <laughs> yeah. Well, you've seen it a million times before. You 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 take a long road trip, especially out west. Virginia you, went to to Laramie in the past ten or twelve years and took a big ass whooping. Mm, 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 mm. We're gonna see Missouri. What you're made of here? They're um, gonna be one and zero. They are. They get West Virginia, who's retooling everything. Two and zero. Then they're home to Southeast Missouri, the Red Hawks. They're three and zero. Yep. Home to South Carolina. I'm gonna favor Missouri here. Yeah. Four and zero. They get a bye week before they host Troy. Five and zero. Dangerous. Troy's won in Columbia before. Ooh. But I got them five and zero. Then homecoming at home against Ole Miss. Six, six and zero at Vandy. Here's a, here, two two tough games in a row. Not to mention the fact that they're both on the road. I think they're a lot better than Vandy though. Do you really? I do. Did they really turn it around that much by the end of Vandy's last year? Vandy's lost their quarterback. Lost like they, they, their defense was bad last year. I got old. I think uh, Derek Mason is getting that program to the point where they kind of uh, reload a little bit. You're starting to sound like a Freemason right now. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying here. Uh, you got Vandy winning that game. Um, get the fuck out of here. I will bet you right now on this game. Ooh. I don't even think it's that close. What the fuck did? All right. Let's see what Missouri did last they return year. everybody. Okay. And they get some new talent. Uh, this team went eight and five last year. Decent loss against Georgia. Lost at South Carolina. Got whipped at Alabama. 
and a one point loss hosting Kentucky, then managed to lose only by five in the bowl game against Oklahoma State. They are a good team. They are better. They probably will get that win. So we got them at what is that? Eight and zero, two, four, six, seven and zero at Kentucky. I gave this one to Missouri. I think yeah. you agreed with me. Yeah. We got them at eight and zero. Then they get a bye week before they're at Georgia. Oh, <laughs> college game day in Athens, um, Georgia. Georgia's gonna win that one. Yeah. Eight and one. Now this is the slippery part as they follow that with Florida, but I got them beating Florida. Now I'm drawing a blank on who I had. You took year. Missouri. I took Missouri. Yeah. Nine and nine, nine and one. one. Then home to Tennessee. Uh, ten, ten and one. one. At Arkansas, eleven and one. <laughs> <laughs> we had them winning the fucking uh, SEC East. <laughs> no way. No, I mean this is possible. The Kentucky game is the one. The, Dude, the Florida and Kentucky game stand out. Imagine Kelly B versus Clemson in the fucking first round of the playoffs. Well, I, well, they can't. Well, no, I guess they can make the playoff. It's they not a bowl game. It's a bowl infraction. No, it's a postseason no? ban. It's got to be. What if they go undefeated? Though you would have to put them in there. You know how pe- pissed off people would be. Uh, Penn State ninety what ninety four. Yeah, but there was no playoff. Yeah. Oh, the SEC fans would lose it. Missouri fans would. Dude, do you want to talk about the saddest? Fan? Tell, uh, I'm I'm so rooting for this to happen for man. a fan base that had to deal with uh, what going to Oklahoma as the number two team in the country on the last game of the season and taking a a fucking L there. So close to the national championship, <laughs> then gonna get so close again, only to be heartbroken. I wonder if they can even go to the SEC championship game. No, I think they can. I think they can. Okay. I'm not a hundred percent on that, but I think that what is that considered? Is that considered part of the regular season or is that a postseason game? And, and does the sec inflate their own? Maybe, maybe they purposely kick them out because they know to give their own team a better chance. Would would definitely do that. You're on the over. I'm on the over NC Knicks on the over. I mean, look, I'm going to lock this because I don't think they can lose four times. Yeah. Wow. Eight and four, or what yeah. is it? Nine and eight three. Eight and a half is the eight and a half. Yeah. yeah, they're too good for that. Um, okay, moving down the line, we get the the, the Cox Patty C, which I know you get excited about. The, the South bigger, Carolina, the <laughs> better Cox, coming off a seven and six season in a bowl game where they lost twenty eight nothing to UVA. Woo! Wahoo! Waha! Woo! The hot, the seat is mighty hot for Will, Will Muschamp, who's in four years just twenty two and seventeen. 22 and 17. Again, I, I asked this question prior to Lou Holtz, who had a magical stint there. Is 22 and 17 like unacceptable in South Carolina? I guess getting your ass whipped by Clemson every fucking year is, but we are in the middle of the Clemson's absolute golden era of football. So can you really blame the coach that much for that, for not yes, winning those games? Because you should not lose to Kentucky four years in a row. That is a very solid point. And here they got Jake Bentley, senior quarterback. There's room for optimism because they got Jake Bentley, senior quarterback, very experienced, started since he was a freshman. Then they brought in, they had, okay. They had Rico doubt or Dowdle at running back. Now they bring in Tavion feaster transfer. What a backstabber going from Clemson to South Carolina. Somebody poisoned this guy's Kool-Aid. Jeez. You can't do that. Yeah, that's that's all time traitorism. It doesn't happen. No one goes from no one goes from Auburn to Alabama. Yeah. No yeah. one goes from uh, from Texas to Oklahoma. Look, and it might not have the clout of those rivalries that 
some years it does recently it has almost, but the, the hatred level in that rivalry is certainly almost unparalleled. So you have to be an absolute traitor to do that. Maybe he got fucked at Clemson by a girl (laughs) with a dildo that would make me want to go to South Carolina as well. (laughs) All right. Look defensively. uh, I'm getting another beer. They're returning. They're returning 23 of the 26 sacks they got last year. I'm okay. I got a half a beer over here. You're fucking nursing it. I got my dog sleeping in the corner. You're a, you're a sissy. All right. Tell, tell, tell us about They're this returning time. 23 of the 26 sacks from last season. Patty C. That's good. The linebacking core is the, is the, uh, the part of the, the defense that really stands out. They got a linebacker and TJ Brunson who led the team in tackles. He's returning at the middle linebacker spot. They got a rising star in corner. Jace horn. Patty C. Must champs team doesn't look that bad when you look at it on paper, but the win total is at five and a half. I think it's actually at six now, but I feel like that's a reasonable expectation of must champ. And I don't think he should necessarily be fired for that kind of season. He's not a good coach. You've always been defending him just like you defend Charlie strong. No, look, I've never defended champ was horrible at Florida. <laughs> they lost to Georgia Southern when they were in the FCS in the swamp. All right. And you're going to try to sell me on this bucket. All right. <laughs> I'm not buying it. Patty. C. certainly doesn't produce the kind of offense that you need to. Let me tell you this. This is what's great about week one, because if South Carolina loses their game in Charlotte against North Carolina, I think he's fired. Well, that's not going to happen. Not only because South Carolina has played North Carolina and whatever other ACC. Team. Mac Brown has pedigree. Yeah. Mac Brown has wrinkles on his and he also has well, Moss champ used to be a defensive coordinator for old Mac Brown. Ooh, he's got the, uh, the he junior the way the guy thinks. Oh man. Okay. So you got to be in North Carolina game one. I do. Okay. Game two, Charleston Southern, the Buccaneers, any chance? I think that's a safe win for South Carolina. All right. Now here comes the big, the big stretch home to Alabama loss at Missouri loss home to Kentucky. Mm. I took Kentucky. It's, I think you took Carolina. Okay. Three and two. So I got them at two and three. Mm-hmm. They get a bye week. They're at Georgia. That's a loss. So I got them at uh, two and you have it three and two. I got them at two and no, three four. and three. I got them at two and four yeah. home to Florida. Good game. But I think Florida wins two and five at Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say they get this one. Field goal at the 48 yard field goal to win the game. I'm giving this one to Tennessee too. Am I really going to do that? Why am I buying the hype? Why am I buying the hype on Tennessee? But it's, it, it's in Knoxville. No, I gave Tennessee the winner of oh, Mississippi state. I went back on my, my word, right? But I'm going to say South Carolina ekes one out here. I'm not, I'm going to say so we have them at the same record then, right? Yeah. No, we don't because I have Kentucky beating them. I have them right now. One, two. We both had them at three and three after Georgia. I have them at three and five. Yeah, that's where I have them too. Okay. Then they're home to Vandy four and five home to app state. That's a tough one without uh Satterfield there. Um, I'm going to give them the win. I got to give them the win too. Five and five, five and five. And then they're at a and M five and six. 
We get a bye week. They're home to Clemson. Hosting Clemson, which what could be for Muschamp's job here. Uh, they're going to lose, and Muschamp is going to be gone. Five and seven for South Carolina. So you're on the under. He's fired, definitely. Then. Yeah. NC Nick locked the over and said he sees eight. I mean, he's all over this. Wow. He locked the over. Bullish on the Gamecocks. I want to see Muschamp's like year to year record. What's the over under on this? Five and a half. Five and a half. You have him at five and seven. Five and seven. Uh, 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 I have them beating Kentucky. Yeah. That's a game that Kentucky probably should be favored in. Kentucky's beaten four times in a row. All right. Fuck that. I'm taking the under. Yeah, I'm on the under too. NC Nick is, I don't know what's going on down there in the Carolinas. He's drinking <laughs> some bad rum. Um, okay. Moving down the line. I want to talk to you about BetQL. Want and want or want to get an advantage over the house this fall? Patty C wants to just be sleeping in a house this fall. Yeah, right. Right. That'd but if nice. you want to get an advantage over the house this fall, you need to download BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. BetQL already has sharp data for Week One NFL games, so if you want an inside edge for uh, you know who the pros are backing, you need to check out BetQL. Sharp data is also available for week one of college football. They cover all football. There are some very big point spreads, and, and you'd be surprised which sides of the point spreads sharp betters are backing, Patty C. Some are on Wyoming, right? You can stay up to date with line movement from BetQL. Track the lines leading up to the kickoff. It's a little app, you know what I mean? You can watch all that shit from the app. PetQL's powerful algorithm provides rated best bets each week, Patty C, based off of a detailed analysis of recent and historical team trends. Mm. I mean, just everything. And if you live in Jersey or, or Pennsylvania, I feel sorry for you. I'm joking. No, I'm joking. If you live in Jersey or Pennsylvania, <laughs> I'm fucking with you. You're in you the can, armpit of America. You can claim exclusive offers. Use BetQL's data to make the right bets. Head to the App Store or Google Play Store to download BetQL and make sure you give them a follow on Twitter at BetQL app. I like that. Recent and historical trends. You know, both have to be factored into your decision-making process. They do. Especially when money's on the line. They fucking do, man. BetQL, holding it down. Holding it down. All right, now let's hold down our thoughts and prayers for one Alan Cooley. <laughs> Because now we're talking about the five and seven Tennessee volunteers. Okay. I look at the quarterback position. I like what I see. Jarek Guantanamo complete 62% of his passes, 1900 yards, but you see 12 scores. And the key is only three picks. That's, that's a much better uh, ratio than you, you'd still like to have more, more than 12 touchdowns Four 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 touchdowns to 18, 18 interceptions. Ooh. Okay, so now 12, that, 12 to 4 was the TD to uh, interception ratio here. 12 to 3. 12 to 3. That's yeah. fucking good. Okay, but they had the SEC's worst running game last year. Mm. Just 129 yards per game, 3.7 yards per carry. Pretty bad. And I've been saying this all year. Like Florida State, I'm a skeptic on Florida State the same way I'm a skeptic on Tennessee. Yeah. O line play has got to get a lot better. Yeah. Same way we're skeptics on Miami. Yeah. Uh, two and they got, they, they got, uh, I mean, Ty Chandler's solid running back, Tim Jordan. I mean, these guys aren't bad. I, I don't feel, I feel, I feel bad for them because of the, the, the blocking, but 
Wide receiver wise, uh, Marquise Callaway led the team with 37 catches, 592 yards. He's back. Josh Palmer's back. He had 484 yards. I mean, this team, uh, the wide receiving core looks good. Quarterback looks good. Patty C running backs. Aren't awful. It's the offensive line though. Their best offensive player is a, uh, if he's healthy, which he hasn't been healthy for a while yeah, is a tackle Trey Smith. Besides that, they got a disaster going on. Pretty the offensive desolate line. offensive yeah. line. That's usually a huge factor. Now I will say this: I would be surprised if some guys don't step in and get coached up because Pruitt is an Alabama Saban disciple, and typically uh, trench warfare isn't the problem hmm. for Saban disciples. Well, the defense looks all right, so I'll just get straight to the point. You know, win totals at seven. All right. <laughs> Let's take a gander. The Vols. Open okay. the season. Georgia State. That's a win. In Nashville. That's a win. This one is one of the must watch games of week two. Absolutely. Because I don't think it's a cut and dry dub. I don't think it's a dub at all. Yeah. I think it's an L. I think it's an L too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they get the BYU Cougars, but this is one of those ones that is going to hinge their bowls. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're bull hopes. This is a humongous game in their season. I would think that maybe the hype is so big that maybe they can will themselves to a win here. They could. This is the game that they've probably circled on the calendar for early in the season. So I think Georgia state's a, t- a classic warm up. Give me BYU 27 Tennessee 24. I love it. That's spot on week three. They get the Chattanooga mocks. I don't know what the fuck that is. All yeah. right. Two and one. I mock you every time I see your tiny little dick, <laughs> which is never. I just can imagine what a pathetic dick it you is. You want to imagine. I do want to imagine. Uh, look, <laughs> no, I don't. I want to imagine. Saying very questionable big things ass here. Tits. Saying very questionable things here. All right. You might be Our more fans. questionable than the Tennessee offensive line. Oh, now that is a sick burn right okay, there. Okay. Now at Florida, that's a loss, right? That's a loss. So we got him at two and two. By week, home to Georgia. Any chance? No. Two and three. Home to Mississippi State. We got him winning that. Three and three. At Alabama. Three and four. Yeah. Home to South Carolina. I have South Carolina getting this done. Three and five. Home to UAB. And if I recall, like five or six podcasts. getting that done. So I got him at four and four. I thought you had against UAB? No, against Tennessee. Yeah, you did. But I thought four or five podcasts ago, you said UAB will upset the Vols in Knoxville. You sticking to that? (laughs) Fuck it. Yeah. All right. So I have them beating UAB. Four and uh, six for me, five and five for you. Yeah, five and five. Okay. At Kentucky. Wait, wait, wait. Can't be five and five. That's through nine games. No, no, no. I have them Georgia State, Chattanooga, Miss State. That's three. UAB makes four. four. Yeah. At Kentucky, I have them losing. Yeah. They get a bye week at Georgia, losing. Home to Vanderbilt. I think they break the curse. I don't, although I'm going to be rooting for Vandy. They're going to break the curse. They're going to go five and seven. At Missouri was the loss, but um, you that think BYU game is huge because it, it, that's your buy. That the, the, the BYU game, and obviously you got to take care of business against UAB. Over unders what? Seven. Well, it's just such a hard under. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. The hype is like such a hard under. Um, NC Nick is on the under too. I mean, if this team is 
the Tennessee that we're remembering, if people just imagine that Pruitt has already turned them into that. So, so, so let me get sure, this straight though. Wins. Let's just say, let's just say they win the 50, 50 games. BYU is a 50, 50 game, right? Yeah. Mississippi state is a 50, 50 game. Yeah. South Carolina is a 50, 50 game, right? Yeah. That's three. Georgia state would be four. Chattanooga five. Vandy six. UA, uh, UAB seven. Where's that other win coming? Kentucky or Missouri? I'm not gonna. I'm not willing to bet that they win all these 50-50 games. Yeah. Play the under here. I'm gonna lock this one up. Seven wins. Yeah, crazy. Redonkulous. Sorry, Cooley. All right, sorry, pal. Get yourself a bourbon. <laughs> sit down. Enjoy life. There's better. Next year is a new year. All right. That's right. All right. We got the we got the Aggies here, Patty C. The one that. We were dead accurate, but you still say they're getting better. And I, I think I agree with you. Yeah. They seem to be but figuring out. I just wonder like that LSU game was huge, huge for uh, their They should have lost that. That was a horrible call. They should with have the knee being down. They should have. Yeah. But as they say, if, if some butts were candy and nuts, it'd be Christmas every no, day. No, no, that's one where they clearly got it wrong. Yeah. Clearly got it wrong, but it's a new season. It's a new day, Patty C. And although they lost Nick Starkle, they got Kellen Mond. So once again, they, they get hit potentially with depth issues. Yeah. If, if, if Mond goes down, but cause, cause uh, Starkle's now at Arkansas, uh, they did lose their leading rusher, Travion Williams to the NFL. Wait, Mond might be down. No, I'm saying if he gets injured, if he gets injured. Yeah, the, so the depth between them, Alabama and Georgia, Three three issues there. If, yeah, if they go down, whatever team comes out healthy from that, if another team gets injured, yeah, could be season breaking developments. So they lost uh, Travion Williams and Jay Sternberger and their center Eric McCoy to the NFL. Those are issues they gotta they gotta take care of. The line is a bit of an issue once again. Circle that. Mm. Um, it was decent for the ground game, but it was awful in pass protection. Awful. Now. 15th in the nation last year in what uh, total yards. Yeah. Well, I don't know what to tell you. 471 yards and 36 points per game. They were good. Now, a lot of those points came in the 70 point, 74 point performance and seven overtimes against LSU. Yeah. So that those numbers, the scoring the point average is a little misleading there. <laughs> uh, look, they get their, their, they have two, Money wide receivers in Quarte Davis and uh, Jamon Osborne. Um, they got a good running back and Jason Corbin. They're going to step in for Williams. I think the offense should be decent as long as the offensive line can hold up. They got a good tackle in Carson Green. Defensive front, you got to love what you see in the defensive front. You got to love what Elko's doing at defense, Patty C. He's, He's a good coach. He is a good coach. The the front that even though they lost a bunch of uh, starters last year. Three, three or four starters on the D line gone, but they still have one of the better defensive lines in college football because nice. they're bringing in studs. There it is. Led by defensive end D Marvin Leal. Um, you got to love this team. I mean, I mean, safety Derek Tucker. Yeah, I mean, the defense. The defense is loaded. Got the best punter in the country. Won the Ray Guy Award last year in Brandon Mann. Wow, a returning major award winner. It's a kind of a rarity. That's what I'm saying. Now, Vegas, Patty C. Yeah. They are given the Aggies seven and a half wins as of July 13th. Now this number might've changed, but seven and a half was the number on July 13th. Mm. Okay. 
Let's go through it. Week one, they get Coach Stitt and the Texas State Bobcats. They should. On a Thursday night. Are you going to be watching this one? Yeah, you're damn right I'm going to be watching this one. You're a Stitt guy. Uh, it's, 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 it's a watchable football product. It's an interesting kind of offensive mind there. All right, week two at Clemson. That's a huge fat L. Uh, I agree. One and one. Home to Lamar. Mm, that's a win. Why is every FCC team playing fucking Lamar? What the <laughs> hell do we got going here? Right? Uh, if it, they'd it, have a better chance of 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 playing, well, why don't they just play Lamar Odom? That's the same thing that's going on right now. That's right? the same level of challenge for the entire Jeez. team. Two and one. Then they're home to Auburn. I think we had them beating Auburn. Three and one. Oh wow. We both agreed that we had to beating Auburn. So then we have them beating Arkansas. Four and one. Man. They get a bye week home Huge to Bama. Huge game hosting Bama. I'm telling you, this could be the one. I wasn't sure which yeah, loss is going to be this be. one or Auburn. You're right. And I got to make a decision here. Well, I think you already have. I think I chose Auburn. Yeah. So, uh, four and two. Four and no, what? Oh, yeah, four and two. Yeah. Then at Ole Miss, I got them winning that. Five, five and, and two. two. Home to Mississippi State, six and two. Home to UTSA, seven and two. They get a bye week before they welcome South Carolina, eight and two. I'm on the over, Patty C. Two straight losses to end the the season. I agree there. They end the season with probably the most brutal back-to-back stretch in all of the country at Georgia and at LSU. Eight and four. Eight and four. The the over seven and a half. I do believe that number might be at eight now, but we did it July 13th. It's at seven and a half. Patty C. So we are on the over. Boom. NC Nick's on the over too. It's weird. We started off disagreeing with everybody that we've came, we've come together, man. The collective mind has coalesced into an, an agreement. That is true. That is true. Now I'll tell you something about uh, pick draft. Patty sees big on picking his ass. All right. Yeah, I do it but all the time. I can tell you this. If you don't want to be like Patty C, which you shouldn't want to be like Patty C mm. go to pickdraft.com. Pickdraft.com is a salary cap daily fantasy sports DFS website. They specialize in position and team based fantasy contests like their position draft and pick six contest. Their position draft contest involves drafting entire position groups on teams. For instance, if you like the Eagles running backs by committee, uh, you simply draft Eagles running backs and boom, done prevents getting, you know, vultured at the goal line with the backup fullback or some bullshit like that. You know what I mean? You already own them. You own their whole entire running backfield as opposed to just one player. They offer classic individual DFS contests as well. Their weekly free roll contest they call Pick Draft asks you to select six teams to win the game, but you must stay under the salary cap. Sign up this week and get a 50% deposit bonus that gets rolled over as the rake on each contest you enter. You know, that's pretty, that's pretty, uh, you gotta like that. Uh, They also have a $10 referral bonus and they're going to do a week one NFL SGP Pick Draft free roll contest. Go to pickdraft.com on your computer or phone pickdraft.com and never get vultured again. Never get vultured. Patty C is words a, of wisdom. He's a vulture. Ka! Ka! <laughs> All right. This fucking moron across the table. All right. Me. We got one team left. Let's, let's get it. It's the Vanderbilt Commodores. Yeah. All right. The offense last season, they relied on Kyle Shermer. He's gone. Oof. They bring in a ball state grad transfer and Riley Neal at quarterback. I guess that's about all you can do when you're Vanderbilt. They got a star running back in Keshawn Vaughn. This guy's actually good. Keshawn Vaughn. Uh, the, the receiving core is not bad. They got a good tight end and Jared Pickney. 
Any relation to Ed Pinckney, the old Providence power forward? Who Good. knows? Could right? be. And the emergence last season of uh, Kalija Lipscomb and CJ Boulevard. They got good options on offense, Patty C. Mm-hmm. Defense. Defense, defense, defense. Mm. Defense is an issue. They were the second worst defense in the SEC last wow. year. They got a very undersized defensive line. Four out of the five top tacklers from last year are gone, but they do return Dimitri Moore. He's kind of a stud linebacker. And uh, six starters are gone. They only returned five starters on the defense. The over and under on the Commodores is at four and a half, Patty C. Ooh, not a lot of respect. Derek Mason's had a little more success than that ooh, recently. Ooh. Okay, week one, the old Commodores, they get <laughs> the Georgia Bulldogs. They lose to the Georgia Bulldogs <laughs> in Nashville. Okay, week two at Purdue. That'd be a fun one if Andy pulled that upset right off the top. <laughs> that would. Just throw Georgia's season completely down the drain. <laughs> Um, going to Purdue. I'm going to say they take a loss there too. I think so too. They're Oh, and two look at these first three games. Yeah. They get a bye week Then they're home to LSU. That's a loss. Oh, and three mm-hmm. week four. See, that's even tough because you've had three tough battles and then you get Northern Illinois. Right? Well, that should certainly prep you up, but I'll give them the win here. You'd like to see them have a little more like uh <laughs> easy, like Kent state break, or something right. like Auburn did, you know, Yeah, space it out. Uh, but this is what the SEC does too. So they're bad teams. Yeah. They stack their schedules. All right. All right. Look, Northern Illinois, that's a loss, right? I mean, I mean, that's a win, right? That's a win. Uh, so they got them at one and three at Ole Miss. We gave them that one. Yeah. Two and three home to UNLV three and three home to Missouri three and four. Yeah. They get a bye week at South Carolina three and five. I think you took Vandy there. Didn't you? I think I, yeah, I think I did. So you got them at four, four and four. Yeah, and I got him three and five at Florida, three and six. Yeah, home to Kentucky. I'm gonna say they lose that one, but that's a, that's a winnable one. Three and seven, they win f- their fourth game against East Tennessee State. Oh man, I, that that. So you're telling me the over under is gonna ride on that <laughs> Vandy uh, and Tennessee game? Vandy's beaten Tennessee three of the last, or no, the last three years, not three of the last four. Then we only got them at four wins after the uh, East Tennessee game. You have them have one more win than me. Okay, five. Yeah. So the win total is at four and a half. Uh huh. So you're on the over. And at Tennessee. Yeah. NC uh, Nick is on the over. I'm definitely on the over. I am on the under. Wow. And that's the Southeastern Conference, guys. This is the college experience. You better start thinking about yours. But before you think about yours, we want you to do a couple things. We want you to go to iTunes and write a positive review on us. Go to the search engine iTunes. We're the college experience on the sports gambling podcast network. You can find us on Twitter at the SGP network. You can find Patty C on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one. You can find me on Twitter at the Colby D guys. The season's finally fucking here. Woo. Patty C anything else you want to say? Thanks for riding with us all the way to the season. We are just as fucking rock hard, bonerific for all the action. That's about to come our way. Our locks episodes coming. Locks episodes coming. And then the season is here. And then the season here. And we're all fucking rocking and rolling on this thing. Boom. Thanks for joining us on this journey. Patty C's got to go watch uh, the uh, Conan the Barbarian. And we are.